major stories that we're going to talk about uh, tonight, uh, the primary one by far, is the fact that Donald Trump is now the uh, GOP nominee. Um, I'm also going to be obligated to discuss, you know, it's really hard to imagine, Leah, a, a, a Newsweek that could be more psychologically difficult for John Ziegler to completely survive and, 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 and endure. I almost had to mute your Twitter feed. I understand. Um, <laughs> and because, you know, you I was losing your mind. Well, <laughs> you just sound like my wife. Um, here's the deal. In, in one week I had to endure Donald Trump finally officially being the definitive GOP nominee, which I've been predicting is going to happen for a long time. So at least I was somewhat psychologically prepared for that. And then all of a sudden in the, you know, you, what you clean out of your horse paddock on a daily basis right. uh, was clean in comparison to what the news media did to Joe Paterno over the last several days. Uh, and regardless of whether you give a damn about that story, uh, later on in the program, I'm going to tell you a, a tale of media malpractice that is going to make your head spin and make you really terrified about where we are in this country with regard to how broken the news media is. Because what they have done to this dead man who cannot defend himself over the last several days with obvious and blatant, nonsensical, ludicrous lies for which there are no, there's not even a forget about any evidence. There's not even a shred of logic to even remotely back up what the news media is reporting as if it is fact. Uh, it is the worst case, and I've seen a lot of them, the worst case of media malpractice I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've dedicated my life to exposing media malpractice. I'm in a movie called Media Malpractice. Yeah, there's a lot of it out there. Well, well I, you know, there's too much to, to absorb now. Um, but you know, I did make a movie called Media Malpractice, how Obama got elected and Palin was targeted. And oddly enough, Palin is in the news as well, uh, since, yes. which I definitely have to talk about, since she now is targeting all of her energies towards the defeat of who? Not Hillary Clinton. <laughs> She's actually inadvertently going to help get elected because she's on the Trump bandwagon. But no, the bad guy in her world now is Speaker Paul Ryan. Um, yeah, that's the that's the upside down world we're now living in, folks. That's the craziness. That's the insanity. And so on the John and Leah show, we will be providing you with three hours of at least semi rationality in this world of ever increasing insanity. You're listening to the John and Leah show. If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using MyPillow. You may have seen MyPillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, MyPillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love MyPillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one MyPillow and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah Show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. Thank you. 
Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website, where you can find everything you need to know about the uh, show, is www.freespeechbroadcasting. That's freespeechbroadcasting.com. Uh, there are at least, probably more than this, but at least uh, two different topics that we're going to tackle in this program that you will not hear anywhere else in the entire news media, I promise you, and you will not want to miss them. The first deals with how it is that we got to Trump sanity. How is it that Donald Trump won the GOP nomination? But before we tell that full story, let's go to the end of the story, at least this portion of it, and tell uh, tell you what happened this week to seal the GOP nomination for Donald Trump. And for that, we go to Leah Brandon. Well, this week we saw the last candidate running against Trump for the nomination fall to the wayside. It was a total shellacking in Indiana as Trump dominated the election, even though Ted Cruz had chosen Carly Fiorina as his running mate. Trump winning over 53% of the vote, Cruz falling to just under 37%. Trump gets all the delegates, too. That's 57. So that puts his total number. At 1,068, there are 505 still available to win. So, seeing the writing on the wall, Ted Cruz stepped up to the mic. From the beginning, I've said that I would continue on as long as there was a viable path to victory. I'm sorry to say. It appears that path has been foreclosed. So, uh, yes, he stepped down, uh, but he did say that he's going to, you know, stay in the fight for liberty. Now, right after Ted Cruz suspended his campaign, amazingly, Donald Trump, for the first time in history, had something nice to say about him. Just so you understand, Ted Cruz, I don't know if he likes me or if he doesn't like me, but he is one hell of a competitor. He is a tough, smart guy. Now that Donald Trump is the presumptive nominee and has signed the pledge from the GOP that he would support whomever would become the nominee, it's interesting that House Speaker Paul Ryan now not ready to do the same. All right. Now, there's a lot to talk about there. Um, But first of all, let me just address this statement by Trump, which I found (laughs) interesting, maybe for a different reason than you did, or maybe it was for the same reason. Here he is discussing basically his last opponent being vanquished and him winning the GOP nomination. And what's the first thing that comes to Donald Trump's mind? I don't know if he likes me. Right. It's it's all about (laughs) him. It's it's the most important thing to know about Ted Cruz is does he like or not like Donald Trump. Now, that's the definition of narcissism, ladies and gentlemen. That's as narcissistic as it gets. Um, I I thought that Trump's remarks were interesting. They were weird in that I felt like I was watching a man who was shocked to be in the position that he's in. Yes. Didn't you get that sense? Absolutely, I did. Now, maybe it was because of the timing. I mean, they've been girding themselves for this. It's going to the convention. It's going to be contested. We need every delegate we can. It's going to be ugly. And Donald Trump's going to be able to back out because it will have been stolen from him. Right. Well, that was one of our theories, which, you know, maybe that's why he was a little bit despondent. Like, (laughs) damn, I've lost that option. That's what I think. I'm in this for the long haul now. There's no way out. (laughs) I got to do the whole deal now. Um, But so... I felt like he was definitely surprised that this happened. Now, let's talk about what occurred in Indiana. I predicted that Trump would win Indiana. I had no idea by how much. 
Uh, and I thought that effectively that would end the Republican nominating process, although I did not think that Cruz would drop out. I uh, didn't either. Tr- Cruz dropping out is very interesting. Now, the, the, the most interesting thing politically about Cruz dropping out is that Kasich didn't at first, and then he did, which was just flat-out <laughs> hilarious. The, the idea that officially Donald Trump becomes the nominee because basically John Kasich sends out a press release— <laughs> <laughs> saying, yeah, me too, I give up, like no one cared, uh, is so bizarrely ironic and typical of this crazy GOP race. But you know what it tells me about Kasich? Is, is, is for Kasich, that to me tells me he had really no intention of ever actually being never Trump or winning the nomination. This was clearly a play to be VP. Because if it's not a play to be VP, why aren't you continuing on? I mean, exactly. you, you, you've now got the race head to head with Trump. Why don't you want to go ahead with them? It's not as if losing before ever stopped John Kasich. So why would it stop him now? Right. Right. He's a big time loser. So, you know, he's comfortable in this position. I mean, what, what? This was his whole strategy. Lose his way to the nomination. So now he just suddenly pulls the plug for no apparent reason when actually, you know, in theory, he would have started to get some media coverage because the media was still invested in the possibility of a contested, contested convention. I mean, you know, they would have covered him. They would have allowed him to go on for a little bit longer because this miniseries was too good for them. They didn't want this miniseries to end yet. Especially- right, but there was a there was a, a poll that came out that said 49% of Ohioans wanted him to right. drop out of the race. No, I think that probably played a role, but um, but I, I still think logically it doesn't make sense based upon what Kasich had been saying previously, and I think it exposes that he had ulterior motives. That's my point here. Um, yes, now no. let's go back to, to Trump and Indiana and, and, and uh, Cruz, because I have been searching far and wide as the objective, open-minded person that I am yeah. for evidence that this Donald Trump wave theory is actually real and i've never found any of it i've never you know i've I've been completely 100 percent convinced he's gonna lose to hillary that his the the turnout that he creates is overrated uh hillary actually has more votes in in totality in the primaries and in most of the key states if not all the key states uh, than Donald Trump does. And don't give me the business. Yeah, Trump won against more opponents. I know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> but if, you're not a, if you're not voting for Donald Trump, you're not a Donald Trump fan, folks. Let's just face that fact right up front. But here's the thing. Indiana was the first time that he really did blow the doors off of it. I mean, he he had almost twice as many votes as Hillary. And right. Indi- Indiana is not um, a, I, don't, I wouldn't call it a swing state, but Obama won Indiana in 2008. So it's an absolute must win state, but it's, you know, and it's somewhat Midwestern. I mean, it is Midwestern, but it's not the same kind of state as like Michigan or Pennsylvania or even Ohio, uh, where if Trump is going to win, he's going to have to make his stand there. So I'm not suggesting that I'm changing my mind that Trump is suddenly going to beat Hillary. I'm just saying this was the first time I went, wow. Huh. And, 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 may, <laughs> and maybe that's what got Cruz out of the race. Um, there's also another theory about what got Cruz out of the race, which no one is suggesting um, other than maybe me, which I'll do when we come back. Uh, this is the John and Leah Show. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com, and you're listening to the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. Hey, 
If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using MyPillow. You may have seen MyPillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, MyPillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love MyPillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one MyPillow, and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah Show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. Taking our weekly look at the race for the White House 2016. In the next hour, we're going to tell you the real story of how it is that Donald Trump became the GOP nominee in a way that you will not hear anywhere else in the news media. So stay tuned for that. But first, we're still discussing... What happened this week specifically with regard to uh, Indiana, which I was uh, mildly surprised by the margin of Trump's victory. I think there were a lot of reasons for it, Leah Brandon. Uh, Well, Carly Fiorina. Well, boy, you know, even Sarah Palin looked at Carly Fiorina's uh, uh, vice presidential tenure and said, boy, she was terrible. You know, at least I made made it all the way through the campaign. Uh, She made it six days. Carly Fiorina made it six days as Ted Cruz's (laughs) vice presidential nominee. But I think. Great job. Yeah. Good work there, Carly. Um, Like like any mystery. And this is a little bit of a mystery as to, you know, why Cruz failed so miserably, not just in Indiana. But, but if you look at what happened after Wisconsin, where everyone said, incorrectly, as I predicted at the time, everyone said, oh, the race has changed. It's a brand new race now. Cruz yeah. crushes him in Wisconsin. And you and I were consistently saying, uh-uh, do not believe that. The map is very much in favor of Donald Trump. And once he starts winning again, look out. Uh, I, and I've always felt in recent months Uh, that he was either going to win the nomination or get so close that it would be a tap-in putt at the uh, at the convention, and but I never imagined that Cruz would actually drop out. So why did Cruz fail so badly, all the way up and through Indiana? Now there's a lot of reasons. Now in Indiana specifically, it's going to sound crazy. I really think Bobby Knight's endorsement, which was over the top. I mean, I don't know if you saw what Bobby Knight, the former Indiana basketball coach said yes. about Donald Trump. He called him the most qualified person to be president, I think, in history or at least in the world or something crazy. Yeah. And Yeah, there was a lot of wackadoodle stuff going on. Uh, well, here's why that's important. And Bobby Knight hasn't coached in Indiana in a long time, but he was a, he's a legend there. He won three national championships. But he doesn't do this type of thing. And so I think for the state of Indiana to see Bobby Knight up there in his red sweater telling them that Donald Trump's the guy – I think that was very influential to to a lot of people and and would have blunted any momentum that Cruz could possibly have created. But that's only one factor in this. 
there are other factors. Clearly, Cruz failed. Um, one, because as you and I have said numerous times, he's not very likable. He's got a terrible speaking cadence to him. Uh, he, he seems weird. Uh, I think that's being nice. Uh, he just doesn't relate to people. He's very smart. No, Don't get me wrong. He's a smart guy, almost, almost too smart for his own good, because I think he tries to get too cute sometimes to show everybody how smart he is. But, uh, but he's not particularly likable. He has no charisma. And I also think that the desperation moves of the alliance with Kasich. And oh, that's the, what it was. And the Carly Fiorina VP pick, which were obvious desperation moves. I think everyone just smelled the fear, the desperation. It was, it was Kasich. I'm convinced it was the Kasich deal. Well, I think that again, with any mystery, there's usually multiple explanations. I think that's one of them. And one of them, and you hit on one of them last week. I don't even know if you remember, since you don't seem to remember anything that happens on this program because it happens after, after your bedtime. So, I know. so, so I'll remind you. You also suggested that there was a group of people out there who knows how large that just wanted this thing over with, that just didn't want it to go to a contested convention. That we've had right. enough. We've had enough. Right. Let's just put us out of our misery. Exactly. And, and to use my analogy, although they probably didn't think of it this way, let's just run straight into that iceberg like the Titanic should have. And let's, Which you know. is the greatest analogy, and I've been using it now for two weeks. Well, thank you. I appreciate uh, ever it. Since you, ever since you did that, because you're right. Yeah, let's, let's just do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's just run straight <laughs> into the Titanic. Let's just run the, the Titanic straight into the iceberg. Let's not even try to avoid the iceberg, and let's just see what right. happens. Maybe, maybe the iceberg will break, and, and, the, and the ship will. Sure. <laughs> Maybe. Sure. Good luck with that. But all right. I also think there's another aspect of why Cruz failed that no one in the media wants to acknowledge because it's unseemly for them. But I think you have to admit that the two, you might want to call them hit jobs, whatever you want to, des- however you want to describe them, the two major front page stories that the National Enquirer did on Ted Cruz had to have an impact. The first one about his philandering, which I, I still, it didn't get any traction, though. No, 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 no. You have to understand. It doesn't matter about mainstream news media traction with the National Enquirer. The National Enquirer, their front page is seen in the checkout line of every you know, supermarket in the country. It has huge impact, even if you don't buy it. You just see the mm-hmm. headline. I'm telling you, the National Enquirer has an impact on a certain type of voter. And the... And, uh, we talked extensively how we had no idea whether or not the National Enquirer philandering story was true, but we had huge problems, or at least I did, with how Cruz handled it, and specifically that yeah. he doesn't answer the question. So I, I'm not saying that that was a huge impact. I'm saying that that definitely slowed momentum. And then two weeks ago, which got zero media traction until Trump brought it up on the day of the Indiana primary, was a even bigger National Enquirer story. They devoted the entire front page to a story involving a photograph that may or not may or may not be the photograph of Cruz's dad with Lee Harvey Oswald handing out pro-Castro leaflets in New Orleans a couple of months before the assassination of JFK. Now, let me make something very clear here. That was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs is I, what that was. Now, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. And this bugs me. You know, Leah, that the truth is very important to me. And, mm-hmm. it, and I don't care what, how, you know, sometimes it makes me seem crazy or, or who, I don't care who I'm defending. Even I'll, I'll defend people I don't even like oftentimes to the death because the, the truth is important. 
That story, which I read, I bought the National Enquirer, okay? I read the story. The story may not be true. However, the story was completely misperceived and misportrayed by everybody, and including the Cruz campaign, and I think they did it on purpose. And that made me suspicious. Because it was portrayed once Trump talked about it last week as, oh, the National Enquirer is implicating Cruz's dad in the, in the JFK assassination? That does sound kooky. That would be insane. That's not what the story was about. The story actually, if it's true, and I want to underline if, but it, you know, perception is reality. If it's true, actually had real implications on Cruz ever potentially being the GOP nominee. And let me tell you why. The essence of the story is the photograph, they have some so-called experts that say it's Cruz's dad. Now, frankly, I don't think they were convincing. I was unconvinced by the article. But if it's not Cruz's dad, it ought to be easily disproven. And and just, I mean, I just thought about it this way. If my father, who's about the same age as Cruz's dad, if my father had been accused of being in a photograph with Lee Harvey Oswald in New Orleans in 1963, where, which, by the way, Cruz's dad did live in New Orleans around that time period, if that had been the case, if my dad had been accused of being in that photograph, I could have disproven it in five minutes, especially in this age of the Internet and email and what have you. They didn't make any effort to disprove that photograph. Now, here's why that photograph, if, let me underline if again, if real is or would have been significant. You cannot possibly win the GOP, as a GOP nominee, you cannot win the presidency unless you win Florida. You cannot win Florida as a GOP nominee unless you get huge turnout in the Cuban community in South Florida. You cannot do it. And if you're the GOP nominee and there is a photo of your dad handing out pro-Castro leaflets with Lee Harvey Oswald, good luck. Yeah, well, that doesn't make any sense, given everything we know about Ted Cruz and how he was brought up. No, no. And it just doesn't it, make any sense second, that Le- could possibly be true. Leah, I'm not saying it is true. I'm talking about politics as perception. And by the way, Cruz's dad admitted being pro-Castro at one point in his life around this time period. So, right, so, when he lived in Cuba. Uh, no, I, that's not my understanding, but but he did switch eventually. But it doesn't matter. My point is, I don't want to belabor this because it's not worth it, but I think that may have played a role in Cruz getting out. I, because it, it didn't, it got no traction at all until that morning. Until that morning. That's because tr- Donald Trump gave it the traction. Why, and why Trump did that, I have no idea. And it's and it's an indication that Trump has no business being the GOP nominee because it's it shows and a complete lack of discipline of messaging. I mean, you're you're about to win the GOP nomination and you're right. bringing this story up. Are you kidding me? Right. I mean, th- th- that should have been a disqualifier right off the bat. But I want to make this clear. My theory is not. It's definitely not that. Rafael Cruz was part of the JFK assassination, all right? I know more about the JFK assassination than 99.9999999% of people, all right? Uh, There's no question that that didn't happen. I don't know whether the photo was him or not. If it was not him, I think they could have more definitively disproven that than they did. The fact that he just suddenly drops out of the race that night is suspicious to me. When you look at the timing of it, especially when it was a surprise, 
Now, I'm sure there were a lot of different factors. The fact that he lost worse than he expected, the fact that it's clear that it's just not happening, the fact that the Fiorina pick didn't work, yep. all, all these things pile up. And then the I think Kasich it, thing fell apart. Right. Kasich was stabbing him in the back. <laughs> and, and then you add in, you add in that his dad now is taking heat for a photo. I don't know if it's true, it's real or not, but like I said, if it was my dad, I could disprove that photograph pretty damn easily and quickly, Boy. especially in this day and age where all you need is a photograph of that of you within five years of that. And with the modern technology, they can prove whether it's not you, whether it's you or not. And they didn't do that. So anyway, I, I, I just think that a lot of times there are factors here that the media ignores because it's unseemly to them. And like it or not, and I don't like it because the National Enquirer is usually not credible. The National Enquirer has impact. Because people see those headlines in the checkout line, and that's all we care about nowadays is headlines. That's right. Headlines that's right. are all that matter. And if that photo was real, if it was real, there is zero chance Ted Cruz would have won Florida or won the presidency. That's a fact. Zero chance. All right. Enough of that. When we come back, we got to get to what Paul Ryan did and what Sarah Palin claims she's going to do to him on the John and Leah Show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using MyPillow. You may have seen MyPillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, MyPillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love MyPillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one MyPillow, and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah Show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. And in keeping with the music, the GOP has its Superman, right? I guess. <laughs> we have our Superman. Believe me. Yeah, that's uh, Donald Trump. Uh, you know, with, with him, it's, it's more than just Superman powers. With me, it's just works. You know, it's magic. So we're going right. to rely on magic, folks. We've determined that uh, forget about logic, forget about facts, forget about philosophy or principle. We're going to go with magic. <laughs> uh, that's what happens uh, when once you win or when you lose uh, two presidential elections that your base irrationally thinks you should have won, uh, which I'm going to get to in the next hour because that's a large part of how it is that Donald Trump won the GOP nomination. But before we do that, we have to get to some still – Scattered opposition to Trump's <laughs> nomination, including a guy by the name of Paul Ryan, who just happens to be the GOP Speaker of the House. Unreal. Who, who is not ready yet to take a dive into the Trump pool. Uh, so, Leah, let's hear what Paul Ryan had to say. 
Okay, yes, on uh, CNN, and Jake Tapper asked him if he was going to support Donald Trump. Uh, to be perfectly candid with you, Jake, uh, I'm just not ready to do that at this point. I'm not there right now, uh, and I hope to, though, and I want to, but I think what is required is that we unify this party, and I think the bulk of the burden on unifying the party um, will have to come from our presumptive nominee. Uh-huh. I, I don't know how you feel about this, Leah, but I thought that was a good answer by Paul Ryan. I was infuriated. Why? Tell me why. I'll tell you why. Because Paul Ryan and Reince Priebus and everyone else forced Donald Trump to sign the pledge, you know, that he wouldn't go third party. Will you support the nominee? And he did. But and he Ryan made a big deal of it. Well, hold on a second. Ryan, first of all, didn't say he wouldn't support him. Second of all, he didn't sign that pledge. Well, look, the pledge came from the GOP. Right, but Ryan didn't sign that pledge. Well, so what? Well, the wait a minute. How are, how, are you obligated, how are you obligated? Everyone... Wait a minute. How are you obligated to go with a pledge that you didn't sign? Okay. So you're saying that no one in the GOP really has to go with that pledge. No, no, point... Only Donald Trump. No, no. The point was that the candidates, because they're in a special class, the candidates all signed it so that you wouldn't have people who the GOP was promoting their candidacy for president suddenly turning around and using the support that was created by the GOP's support for their candidacy against the GOP by running as a third party or or not supporting the nominee. Ryan didn't okay. run for president. Well, guess what? It's implied that once the nominee is there chosen by the voters then we're going to have some solidarity and unity. But hold on a second. Let me tell you what Ryan was trying to do here. Maybe I, I doubt you'll you'll change your mind, but you know you can we, we can figure that out as we go along here. What Ryan was doing was sending a signal to Trump. Um, hey, big boy, I know you're a Democrat, and your inclination is going to be to start becoming the Democrat. In the general election, because, you know, you've gotten the GOP nomination, and so the oh, the inclination is always to move to the center anyway. Frankly, I think Trump is to the left of center as it is. And so Ryan is signaling to him, hey, look, don't you go doing that, because if you do, you're not going to have enough support on the right in order to keep your candidacy afloat. Because after all, remember, this is the guy who constantly says... I'm very capable of changing to anything I want to change to. So that, and by the way, he's already doing it. He told George Stephanopoulos, I think it was today, he told him, you know, that tax plan that a bunch of conservatives like, that's all negotiable, and, you know, I'm kind of backing away from that already. I mean, so, so what he's doing, Paul Ryan is doing, is just simply holding the line as a conservative saying, whoa, dude... Let, let's let's rein it in here. Let's not you're, you're not going to go, you know, galloping off to the left right off the bat now that you have the nomination. Do you understand what I'm saying? OK. Yeah. And you know what? It would have a lot more weight if it came from someone who's not open border and TPP pro. Okay. All right. You know, you he's know, the wrong guy uh, to deliver he's that the speaker message. of the House. First of all, yeah. second of all you know what? You, you want to see open borders, Leah? You want to see open borders? I'll give you open borders. Here's what's here's here's open borders. Hillary Clinton as president with a Democratic Senate and a Democratic House because Donald Trump got his ass kicked. That's open borders. All right. Okay. That, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. But I'm talking about we, this guy who claims who claims that he's conservative. Paul Ryan's not conservative. 
Oh, baloney. Oh, at all. He's a hell of a lot more conservative than you're going to get if Donald Trump gets his ass kicked. Well, I'm it, not it, saying that. Yeah. I'm saying that we know that Paul Ryan is a fake. Uh, and Donald He's, Trump? And Donald Trump? So Donald Trump is the real conservative? No, I never but, said that. What? what? I'm, we're talking about Paul Ryan. Right, so, so because Paul he, Ryan so be, has nothing to do with Trump. So because he's not the perfect person in your view, the fact that he's the Speaker of the House and one of the few Republicans that's actually fairly respected among the general electorate, so he has no right to say, uh, I'd like to wait and see where Mr. Trump is, is going on the issues before I endorse him. Really? Look, Donald Trump's whole thing, the only reason that he's there, period, is what he said about the borders. That's mm, it. I'm not sure That's about that. That's it. I'm not People sure think that. that he's bringing jobs yeah. and he's going to keep the jobs from going elsewhere and he's going to seal the borders. Right. And by the way, Paul Ryan is so open border that he has no right to throw shade uh-huh. on Trump about that. He's so open border that with a Democratic president who wants immigration reform, so, and has, he hasn't moved I on it. I can't do anything about I that. Wonder, I wonder why he hasn't moved on I it. If he's so open borders. I can't do anything about I mean, that. If Trump's going to win and he's open borders, he better move fast, Leah. Get that. Uh, well, he that, is. He's doing TPP. Uh-huh. He's pushing that like crazy, mm-hmm. Ziegler. What do you okay. think the bottom All line right. of that I, is? I have to mention very quickly that Sarah Palin— my former girlfriend, uh, who I was the de facto spokesperson for for over a year, made a movie about, uh, defended her on television for almost two years, put a lot of my own money and a ton of my own sweat into defending her because the media lied about her in 2008, came out today to say that she's going to be devoting a lot of her effort to primarying uh, Paul Ryan in Wisconsin and supporting the person who is running against him in the GOP primary, um, I don't know that she's going to be Who successful. I don't remember the guy's name, but he's getting some traction now. And, you know, Sarah Palin has jumped on his bandwagon. And I, I got to tell you, um, regardless of how you feel about Paul Ryan, I, I never imagined Leah Brandon as I was uh, breaking my back for Sarah Palin uh, with, through the whole media malpractice, how Obama got elected and Palin was targeted movie campaign and the aftermath of that. I never imagined that that my ultimate goal here was to make her viable enough that one day she would be able to primary Get Donald Trump <laughs> primary the GOP speaker of the house while supporting successfully Donald Trump, Donald Trump to be president of the United States which would inevitably result in Hillary Clinton being president of the United States thank you very much Sarah for bringing my entire life full circle in your never ending effort to drive me completely insane uh, thank you very much. And by much. the way, start wearing lipstick again, Sarah. I don't know what you're doing, but you look weird. Just an FYI. All right, I'm sure she's not listening because um, <laughs> we're no longer boyfriend and girlfriend, as Keith Oberman once uh, very nefariously implied on MSNBC. All right, when we come back in hour number two, how this all happened.